Have you sailed on Oceana cruises, or perhaps you're looking to step up to small ship cruising? Well, have I got a treat for you. Today we look at the good, the great, and perhaps the ugly of Oceana's newest ship, the Vista. Stay tuned. special guest today is Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of the Era, located in Melbourne, Florida. Larry and his team of expert travel advisors have been meeting the needs of their clients for the last 25 plus years, and he and Linda are seasoned cruisers with over 135 cruises under their belt. Hi, Larry. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken. It's great to be back with you, as always. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you, Larry. So, Larry... You and I have had a lot of water pass under the keel with all these cruises over the years. Probably too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I gather there's one new ship out there on a particular cruise line that's really impressed you and Linda, and that's Oceana's brand new Vista. Right. I was hoping today we could spend a little bit of time and we can highlight what's new about the Vista and what kind of sets it apart from its sister ships, and perhaps even what sets it apart from some of its competition. How does that sound? Yeah, that's great, Ken. A few weeks ago, we had, as you know, travel agents a lot get invited to do these little, uh, I call them cruises to nowhere. And uh, it's where they bring a new ship either online or they bring it into the United States and they invite people on board for a two or three day cruise and we don't go anywhere. Uh, and you and I have been on numerous ones of these and, and sometimes we just go and say, okay, that's really nice. But this one just really impressed us. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. Sounds great. So what, what kind of sets it apart, Larry? Is there four or five things that we can talk about or... What's yeah, uh, as you know, Oceana is one of the things they pride themselves as artwork and, and the visuals of their ships. And right. when you walk aboard the Vista, and, and you and I have been on enough ships, we know in the first 30 or 40 seconds if we're going to like this ship or not. And I don't know why. I, I guess it's the sixth sense that we've developed over the years <laughs> from so much cruising. But you walk on this ship and you immediately like it. I mean, just, just as soon as you walk through the door, I, I think it's the use of the colors. Uh, it's very modern but not not crazy modern. It's just a very comfortable feeling ship as soon as you walk on board. So what would be some of the wows that really stood <laughs> uh, out for you and Linda? Yeah, I, I think one of the things that uh, they're noted for their grand staircase on their ships. Now that came from when they had the Renaissance ships, the R4s all have a big staircase. It's very right. reminiscent of the Titanic. But in this one, they've done a two-story grand staircase uh, it's all marble and then through the center of it is a glass uh chandelier that runs from the floor to the ceiling two stories it's really spectacular and then we went right straight to the cabin and that was really impressive they, they they've done the cabins in, in grays and dark blues very very elegant but then the big surprise was we walked into the bathroom and <laughs> and here was the here was the kicker was the shower it is huge. <laughs> it's huge by normal standards, but by ship standards, it's gigantic. And wow. And I'm thinking back to the days when we first got on board a carnival ship and we had the clamshell doors that went around and you could barely get you and yeah. then shut the door in the shower to this is a large square marble shower with a rainforest shower head over the top. And it, it is really, really big. It, it's, it's magnificent. It's the best shower I've seen in any cruise ship anywhere. So the other thing about in the rest, in the bathroom or the storage space, they did a whole bunch of cabins and storage areas. Uh, women are just going to absolutely love this, uh, this bath. That's fantastic. Now, 
you and I both know that Oceana got a lot of grief over the years for the size of bathrooms in, in some of the R-Class ships. So it's nice That's to right. see that they, they've responded to the customers. They really did. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of the cap, uh, lots of attention to detail, uh, a lot of light switches so you can control the lights from the, from the bed. A lot of UBS ports, almost any place you can think of, you're going to be, be able to plug in uh, technology devices. The balcony is very deep, very large balcony. And okay. one of the other things that uh, Linda noticed was that the shears or the curtains that divide are, are very heavy and, and really nice material. That's uh, so a lot of attention to detail went into the into the cabin. Oh, fantastic so cabin is two hundred ninety square feet, and that that's the entry level balcony cabin, the B ones and B twos, which is that's very large for uh, by today's standards. So yeah, that's a good size, and that doesn't include the the balcony itself. No, that's just the interior. No. Yeah, and that's right. a really good size. Yeah, yeah. So I, that was impressive. As we wandered around the ship, I think the other things that uh, we noticed. Uh, one big difference is the casinos on the marina and the Riviera are kind of like down a hallway. And, right. uh, and then the Grand Lounge is interspersed into in the middle of the casino, which I've always thought was kind of weird. Now they've incorporated the casino all in one area with doors on both sides. So it's more uh, contained. The decorations and the decor or the, the dining such as the polo grill the red ginger and toscana just fabulous i mean just there's no way uh actually i thought all three specialty restaurants they had created more of an atmosphere where it felt more private it wasn't didn't feel as open uh, as on their other ships they have little nooks and crannies and things like that so all right little private areas and it felt felt a lot more uh inviting from that standpoint now the specialty restaurants larry they're they're included with your fare aren't they yeah they are that's a very uh, unique thing to ocean now i will tell you it is limited it's not unlimited you can't go there every night you know it, depending on how many your status with oceana depends on how many times you can go to the specialty restaurants one new restaurant on board the ship is called ember and it's going to replace jacques uh which is going to upset a lot of ocean people because Jacques is uh, Jacques named after Jacques Papin, their executive chef, yeah. who is an incredible chef. Uh, the new restaurant is called Ember, and it's distinctly supposed to be American. The fare inside is considered American comfort food. I would have to say it's American comfort food upscale. Uh, <laughs> a lot of it, you, you, you recognize the name, but you don't recognize the dish when it gets there. <laughs> Another new restaurant is called Aquamar, and it is uh, up on the pool deck right outside of the uh, buffet, and it's designed to be a, uh, I, it's not really a health food, but more healthy type of right. fare for basically lunch. Uh, and so that's new. Then uh, Baristas, which is their coffee, uh, which is greatly expanded on this ship. And then right behind it is a new uh, area called the bakery. And uh, there's a person in there making pastries all day long, very fancy French pastries, and they're baking them. The ovens are right there in front of you. That That's new. Oh, fantastic. So they're known for the finest cuisine at sea. And I, I would expect that reputation still stands. And boy, they they kicked it up a notch in the uh, grand dining room. We walked in and looked at that menu. And Ken, I'm not kidding. There were 
probably 10 entrees on there I would have loved to have had, probably five or six uh, appetite. It was just an incredible menu. They have really outdone themselves on the menu in the main dining. Plus, they re they brought back the Jacques specials. So every night there's a new dish from Jacques Papin on there, which is really good. So tell me about some of the other onboard public spaces that are new. Now, not new, but greatly enhanced. One is the Horizons. Now, that's their lounge that's up on the, uh, I believe that's on the 12th deck. And uh, it's the, in the front of the ship and it's all enclosed in windows. And it's where you go up and, you know, they have dancing in the evening and you have cocktails in the afternoon. They've really expanded it out on board this ship. And this is uh, not new, but it's very nice. It's called the Artist Loft. And they have an actual artist on board who's painting while you're there and you can go in and see that person's works and buy them if you want to. And they also do art classes in there. And then also the culinary center, which is uh, greatly expanded on this ship is offering a lot more uh, things. Now we had some clients who went on this ship after we were on it, who took the classes in the culinary center. And they said they were fabulous. So that's, that's something not to be missed. In, so. Well, it's an opportunity to, to, to learn from some of the finest chefs. That's a, if you're on Oceana and you're on one of the bigger ships, you really want to take advantage of that. Now, you mentioned that your stateroom was well appointed. What about the technology? Starlink is on board. Okay. Now okay. That's, so internet is really, really good, really fast. And But that, we're seeing that on almost all of our ships now. The iLounge, I call it, it's called InSync on this ship. And it's where you can go and they have all the computers set up and you can talk to the computer people if you're having any problems. It's huge, very spacious. And that's a great place. looks like a great place to just go and hang out. Oh, one other thing I did want to mention that I think is new on the ship, and it, it came from there. The designers of the sh ship also have worked for Region 7 Seas. There's a uh, pickleball court and okay. a, a golf driving cage and a nine-hole putting green which is really well done. So being a golfer, I, I, that, I really enjoyed that too. So, and Ken, I guess the biggest thing about the ship was I had kept asking people how many people were on board because it didn't seem like it was full, which is not unusual for these rollouts or these inaugurals. Right. And the ship was at capacity. And it, boy, it did not feel like it. You just didn't, the places you went, you just didn't feel like it was crowded at all. So what is capacity for the ship, Larry? Sorry, right around 1,250 passengers. 1,250, okay. Yeah, but you did not feel like you had 1,200 people on board. That and ship. that's specifically to the way they designed the ship. Yeah, and and a lot of uh, more open space, they, yeah. they added space. And, you know, that costs cruise lines money yeah. because every square foot on that ship should be producing some sort of revenue. And just to yeah. have open spaces, I, I have to give Ocean a lot of credit on that so yeah so they put a lot of effort into more so than probably some of the other cruise lines they'll spend a little bit more of their revenue in designing comfortable areas to keep coming folks coming back time and again so larry what would the what would be the top three things that a seasoned oceana cruisers are going to notice about the vista when they come on board good the good the bad and the ugly yeah, yeah. that's that's a great question Ken. And, and i went to dinner on saturday night with one of the top cruisers at Oceana. She's like in the top five in the whole fleet. I mean, okay. uh, she's, she spends an average of 200 days a year on Oceana <laughs> and uh, she had already been on board. Now she just got on board Sunday night and I've been texting with her to find out how she likes it. But one of the things that they noticed, uh, and, and this is not a plus, but for Oceana aficionados, you cannot walk 
through the ship on the sixth deck. You have to drop down, and one of the elevators does not go all the way down. So you have to go draw, walk down to the fifth deck if you're on the on the aft elevator. You you cannot go through on the sixth. You have to walk down to five. So that was one thing that everybody noticed. That's that's a la Princess, if you remember the. And I don't know what it is about Princess, but I always get off on the wrong deck, try to get through, and realize that's the one that doesn't go through. And, right. So that was one thing that uh, people really noticed. The second thing that people noticed was the library is was adjacent to baristas, and it's in an area opening out towards the pool and a, a hallway going out to the pool. People felt like that was a lot more um, noisy and not as secluded as the libraries on the other ships. And Oceana has taken note, and they're already on their new ship, or they're going to be moving it to another area uh, and they're going to switch it with the culinary center. So it goes to a more quiet place. And then I guess the bakery, that that seems to be a huge hit with everybody. The, the ability to go up and get these really handcrafted uh, 20 uh, uh, pastries 24 seven. I think that's going to be a big hit on. Uh, on. So we, so Larry, we talked about the staterooms. Is there any, any new types of staterooms on board that would be of interest? Yeah, there are, uh, Ken, there are the solo balcony staterooms. Okay. They're very nice. Uh, you take a regular stateroom, let's say, roughly cut it in half, and it has all the amenities of the staterooms. My, I hesitate to talk about it because they're going to be very hard to get. I mean, these, this is going to be something you're going to have to book years in advance uh, right. to get. We, we toured the owner's suite is 6,000 square feet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger than a couple of houses. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know what you can say about it, but I, I, I don't know how many people are ever going to be able to, to get into that. Be sure and call me if you're thinking about that, because I can tell you all about it. But uh, it's, uh, it's really magnificent. It's, uh, it's got like two dining rooms, a great baby grand piano. Uh, the balcony wa- wraps around completely the whole front of the ship. So, it, it, you know, you could probably host 20 or 30 people uh, in a party in that, in that suite. So yeah. Well, a new ship like this, Larry, you probably need to book fairly well in advance. Yeah, what you, do you, you do. That? We have some really dedicated Oceana fans who are, you know, chomping at the bit to see what the new ship is going to be about. So, Larry, in terms of how they compare with, like, for example, Ozamara or Windstar, where do you, where would you rank them? Oh, that's that a great question, Quinn. Yeah. I can I. I'm going to say that they have moved themselves up just slightly below a Silver Sea and a Region Seven Seas. I mean, they, really. Yeah. I mean, this ship has really elevated. The other thing that's happening with Oceana, I don't know if you've noticed, but they're starting to include more and more things as they go along. And uh, they just added transfers. We're seeing more and more starting to be included. But this ship, boy, I'm going to rank it right there with any Silver Sea ship. Uh, in any region seven seas. And uh, the only thing is the caster count is much larger than those other ships. So uh, that's going to keep it at a little bit more of a, a lower category in my mind. But boy, as far as the food, elegance, uh, decorations, ambiance, staff, everything, they're, they're right there with Silver Sea and uh, region seven seas. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. in, term, in terms of price point, they're going to be priced less than a region or a silver sea. There's, there's going to be less included. So the price yeah. point is going to be lower. The excursions won't be in there. Yeah. Uh, airfare is already there in Oceana. Uh, region seven seas includes business class. So yeah. yeah, the price point is going to be less, but boy, the, what the product that you're going to get is going to be right way up there, way but, above where we've, we've seen them before. Yeah. But if you're used to sailing on like a celebrity or a Holland America, and you're ready to take that next step up. 
but maybe not not want to go all the way quite yet. Yeah. This is a really good option then. That is a great point, Ken. This is yeah. a very good transition. I, I, but uh, so many of my clients, once they go in Oceania, they don't ever go in anybody else's. So. <laughs> One, I mean, they sell once and they're hooked. Yeah. yeah, and they've got the choice. They could do it if they wanted to. But yeah. boy, uh, you know, like I have a client who books the same cabin on the same Oceania ship in Alaska at the same time every single year for the last seven years because he just likes them that much. They create a very loyal following. <laughs> so who feels that who would feel at home sailing on 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 Vista? On Vista, I I would say folks who have cruised a lot. If you have, are a little disenchanted with the the premium or the mass market ships that you've been on, I think Oceana is going to be a really natural fit for you, at least to give it a try so you can see what the other yeah. side is like. On that point, would it be fair to say that the premium ships from 15 years ago and the service levels on board those ships, they've struggled a bit post-COVID and things aren't quite as what people are used to from 15 years ago and if you're looking to if you're looking to find that level of service and that level of quality and ambiance mm -hmm. oceana brings that am i right yeah Ken? yeah you're right ken and i'm thinking about back to holland america 20 years ago when we first yep. started cruising and you know and it's little things like the stateroom the 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 cabin attendant, you know, probably had yep. ten cabins. Now they have thirty four. You you had three or four waiters and and things like that. So yeah, I think it's a very valid point that uh, Oceana has gotten back to. And I am telling people, look, if you want to recapture what cruising was like when you first started fifteen or twenty years ago, you need to be starting to consider going to uh, an Oceana Silver Sea or uh, uh, Regent Seven Seas. You're just not going to find it in these other cruise lines anymore. And it's that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. So that's the kind of vibe you're looking for. You need yeah. to, you need, if you're, you need, if you're disenchanted. You yeah. If you're disenchanted and you haven't really enjoyed your last few cruises because of just little yeah. things, and it's you know it, it's still okay, but it's not yeah. like you remembered it. I think you should try Oceana. Yeah, and 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 a great stepping stone in terms of value. Yeah, and, and boy, I think the way they're headed, uh, they may be at Silver Sea level soon. I mean, they just really? need to include a few That's more high things. Praise. Yeah. They're going to be there. Well, Larry, this is really super information as this is the first ship in the new class. Yeah. And we're, look, uh, we're looking forward to seeing Allura in 2025. Is there anything else you might like to add about Vista or Oceana before we wrap up? No, I can't really think of anything. Uh, I'll have to tell you, we like the ship so much that we've scheduled a cruise on it for next June. So uh, I can't wait to get back on the ship. I mean, well, that's there you go. Tell, tell, tell me tell me where you're going next, in uh We're in going June. to escort a group. We're just going out to the Greek Isles. Uh, we're going to go from Athens to Istanbul. Uh, June 12th of 2024 on the Vista. We got some really neat pricing on it. Uh, we put a group together and for it's $5,000 a person, including airfare gratuities with a $600 onboard credit to um, cover excursions. I'm just excited to get back on the ship. That's, that's the reason. <laughs> and we, we haven't been to Greece, so this will be an escorted cruise. And uh, folks can go to our website and find out more information about it. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Larry, this is super. If folks wanted to reach out to you about this particular cruise or another cruise with Oceana, what's the best way to do that? Best way is to go to our website right there on the bottom there and uh, or shoot us an email love to have you as a client again we've got a lot of 20 years of experience 135 145 cruises uh, under our belts and we'd love to help you plan yours uh, be happy to share our expertise with you and especially our service 
Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. All right, my friend. Well, I am really looking forward to hearing all about your adventures on Vista in the Greek Isles. We'll have to have you back to regale us with your adventures and we can review where you went and where I went when we, we were over there. Okay. Sounds great. Maybe sounds we can like do it. another onboard interview because Starlink has uh, gotten so good. Maybe we can pull that off again. So. Well, that that will be worth having, having a look at for sure. Okay. We'll try. All right. So with that, Larry, I'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels on all your future adventures and cruises. May the wind always be at your back. And I hope to see you and Linda on Alito Deck sometime soon in the future. Thank you, Ken. Can't wait Take to care. see you again, too. All right. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Larry Jackson of Cruise Holidays of Vieira. If you'd like to reach Larry or one of his team about an upcoming cruise, I will leave their contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us with a suggestion for a future video or a question, you can simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels. <laughs> <laughs>